When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. always seems to get involved, doesn't he? I'm telling you, too many coconuts have hit him right on top of the skull. Well, I think uh, Anthony will be a great acquisition. He can do it all. Avery, whose show is this? Welcome everybody here to the Lakers Lounge uh, live edition as we've been doing it this time of year and probably just kind of moving forward. I think that's just going to be the policy. It means I don't have to post the the video separately and I am lazy. So uh, today's show is a fun one. It's a special one. This is somebody I've been looking forward to talking to here for a little bit. He is brand new to the Lakers beat, brand new to Lakers fans, uh, brand new to this show, Kobe Price of the Southern California News Group. Thank you very much for joining us. Appreciate you having me on, Anthony. I really do appreciate it. How you doing? You know, we're 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 at that time of year where uh, you really kind of scrounge together topics and stuff. This is usually vacation time. Um, that was like the general sentiment when I was running into beat reporters there in Vegas. Was like, yeah, we can't wait to get back and and take like a week off. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> that is. That is generally what we're going to be talking about here. The Lakers do have some work to still to wrap up, and we'll get to that later. But I'm really kind of interested to your approach here to the beat. This is uh, you were brand new. Uh, you you covered the draft while you were still covering the Orlando Magic, and uh, you come here, and your introduction is uh, summer league and free agency and and all of that goodness. Uh, so I just kind of want to um, we'll start with like your initial impression of of the beat and Lakers fans so far? Yeah, I mean, the initial impressions has been, what, I think two and a half weeks now, maybe like getting closer to three weeks at this point. All the impressions have been good. You know, I've met some people inside the organization, outside the organization, other media, a few fans here and there. Like, everybody's been pretty good, you know, through the first two and a half weeks. The Mm -hmm. great, uh, like, you call it like the honeymoon period. Yeah, so So you haven't met Harrison, so that's that's good. (laughs) I have not... I have not met Harrison. I'm going to say I'm excited and looking forward to meet Harrison whenever that does happen. Harrison, if you're listening to this, do not let Anthony think that I don't want to meet you. I very much do. I've been following for a minute. Uh, yeah. But no, it's, it's all been, it's been smooth and good so far. Yeah, it's, um, it's interesting. The beat has mostly turned over from like in the time that I've been covering the team. Um, there's some guys who have been uh, on it basically this whole time but for the most part it's 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 like completely different um and um it's in kind of a cool spot where i thought initially there was some uh friction i would say between uh beat reporters and and bloggers and podcasters and stuff like that but over the years as everybody's just kind of like accepted that the two sides aren't going anywhere i think everything is in kind of a cool spot 
and we arrive at a at a time where like over the weekend, you know, you bump into to Wojcicki, you bump into Jovan, you bump into you know whoever else it is that is that is on the beat, or you do shows with them over the years, and it's just everybody's just kind of accepting that there are different roles and in, in how all of this uh, can work and there's no need to step on toes or anything like that. And uh, it's been fun to, to kind of watch that take place. What are your expectations though? Like covering this team? I, um, the last time I spoke to Kyle uh, who held this position before you, um, he was saying that like, you know, finding that niche was uh, his kind of first priority. Is there anything that you are hoping to accomplish specifically here? Uh, I think for me, it's just providing the most comprehensive coverage of the Lakers. Uh, and yeah, if there's like in terms of niche, there's some areas that I think I can excel at compared to others, but I'll let other, like I'll let readers and audience determine that, yeah. I guess, for themselves and be like, oh, I like this the most from him, or I feel this way about what he does when he does this. Like, I'll let other people decide that. Uh, but I know I, I kind of have an idea of what I want to do. Like, I'm very much, and if you follow me when I cover the Magic, I'm very much into, like, the on-court happenings. Yeah. Uh, just, like, sometimes, like, the smallest details that you sometimes, like, some people be like, think, like, that does not matter. But to me, it matters. And yeah, some things that get overlooked in terms of explaining why X didn't work or why 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 z didn't work uh mm -hmm. just those kinds of things are the things that i'm interested in whether it'll be what people like the most that's what we'll see i guess in the coming months or coming <laughs> you know time will tell but yeah that's i guess in terms of like carving out initial things i'm interested in yeah that's definitely there especially with a team that you know they're looking to contend they're looking to you know be better than they were last year they're looking to go further than uh, than the western conference finals so all right you you say this you tell us these things now it's time to see, you know, what you put out there to, to accomplish that goal or not accomplish that goal. Do you think uh, sharing a name with Kobe will be a benefit or uh, set the bar a little too high for yourself? So, <laughs> so that's been brought up to me, like, I don't know how many times. And Probably 37 or so, like I would imagine. <laughs> More than that, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hope it helps. Like, so I was, talking, I was talking with my dad about this because I know that, like, obviously my name is spelled differently than Kobe Bryant. Yeah. Um, as people can see on the screen. When you, <laughs> when you like shoot paper, like into, into a trash can, do you make sure to like, you say Kobe with an H and then, you know, let, let the follow through go or. So I was never that kid. Cause I felt like I would make me too, I would come off as too conceited. If I'm gonna like, if is I know it's not after my name. <laughs> However, it's gonna sound. It sounds. It sounds the same. So yeah, I I sound like I'm so full of myself. I go Kobe, just like no, like, yeah. I'll do something else. Or I just won't say anything at all. It's just yeah. it's it, there's too much. There's too much for me to lose, and not enough for me to gain. Especially if I miss. If I miss, then yeah. it's really just yeah, yeah. Um, but it's you do like the the Gilbert Arenas like. You know, Ichiban or whatever you used to call it. Like, yeah, Hibachi. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shout out, shout out, Gil. I, I was yeah. in Vegas for a few uh, for a few days, but I didn't run into him. Shout out, Gil. Shout mm -hmm. out to the interview he did with Zion too. Uh, that was that yeah. was uh, that was dope. But yeah, I, I guess it's helped so far just because people are like, oh yeah, Kobe's cover. Uh, yeah, but it's an icebreaker. Yeah, it's an icebreaker. And then people have asked like, were you named after him? I tell them no, I, I wasn't. Like I had to ask my. I knew the story how I got my name or why my parents gave me my name, but I had to be like, hey, since I got out of here, like I've been asked so many more times in the past 
three weeks compared to the past however many years of my life. Like, what's the story again? So they explain yeah. it to me. It has nothing remotely to do with uh, Kobe Bryant or anything like that. If that hurts people's feelings or if that lets them down, <laughs> I'm sorry, but I got to be honest. And if it was, then my name would not be spelled the, na- the way it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it's – uh, I think um... – one of your colleagues actually wrote about the influx of players named Kobe this year. I think that was, uh, I don't Tim think Reynolds it was Miriam. I think that was, what's that? Was it Tim Reynolds from AP? Was it Tim? I, 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 maybe it was just that Miriam shared the story and I didn't see what, who actually wrote it or whatever. But, uh, but yeah, it is interesting now. Like I was joking with Harrison, like I feel ancient. That not like it's you know that there are now Kobe's in the uh, and the Lakers almost drafted one. Um, you know it's now it's now been reported pretty well that the Lakers had their sights on Kobe Bufkin, and uh, really like were kind of disappointed that they weren't able to to select him. They walked away with Shafino, who they're pretty excited about. But yeah, I was uh, ready to report when if he would have slipped there that like yeah that was going to be their pick and. Um, which is just perfect. Rob Polinka selecting a Kobe. It's just, I would imagine that, um, you know, <laughs> that's a good icebreaker for, for you and him. But, um, but yeah, let's, uh, let's talk about this team though. And, and, um, you know, your initial thoughts on it. I'm, you know, because the beat has been kind of what it's been now for a few years and because it's so easy to just kind of isolate yourself with this team and, and with this world that, you know, this little chunk of the world that we're in. Um, I'm always kind of curious how kind of outsiders or people who are looking at it from the outside, looking in or are new to all of this, see this team. Um, what do you think the Lakers are capable of this year? I mean, I definitely think they're capable of making it back to the, to the playoffs, just straight up. They should be a playoff yeah. team next year. Uh, especially, you know, I know health is the main thing, but sometimes it feels kind of like somber or just redundant to be like, or reductive rather, to be like, oh yeah, they're healthy. Well, except for 99% of the teams in the league. Yeah. So there is, to me, they're a playoff team. Uh, whether they get back to the conference finals, like I don't think that's so, that's, that's not a foregone conclusion just because I, I, I like their free agency, you know, bringing back, you know, continuity. I think we're seeing that it matters more than probably in previous years that we felt it did. Yeah. Uh, you look at the teams who make it the furthest in, uh, or win the uh, win the championship or make it further, it's usually teams that have been together for, or at least the core's been together for two, three plus years. Yeah. Um, so allowing, you know, the team to go through a full training camp as, you know, as constructed and, you know, being able to start a season, hopefully you don't start off whatever they were, two and 10 to start yeah. last year, or 0 and five to start, you know, you get that together, maybe you, you can, have a better, you know, you don't have to go into the play. You can actually just be a straight up playoff team from the, uh, from the get go. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Compared to the rest of the West, I don't, I, I would have a hard time calling them the favorites, even the second favorites. Like Denver to me, I know yeah. they lost Bruce Brown. That was a big contributor. He was a big contributor. Even Jeff Green to a lesser extent, who played a bigger role on the team than I think most people kind of assume. 
like I think we look at Denver, people are like, oh, they were such a deep team. Not really. Yeah. I mean, we're just like, yeah, the top six guys were just so good. It was, it felt deeper than they were. But like after, after Bruce Brown off the bench, like it was like Jeff Green and uh, Christian Christian Brown. Brown. Mm -hmm. And then it was one more, uh, one more guy who I'm slipping. But yeah, Jeff Green was very much in the playoff rotation. So like you lose two of your main playoff contributors, it hurts. However, you still return return your, your starting lineup and, you know, you get maybe another year of development at Christian Brown, you feel like that team should be at the top. And you have Jokic and Murray who are up there. After yeah. that, like, it feels open. Like, Phoenix, mm-hmm. theoretically, they should be number two. They could also be number six. Like, there's so much volatility there. Yeah. Uh, I feel like what the Lakers did, though, they provided a better baseline. Uh, yeah. Like, I guess of just competency or yeah. just being good compared to Phoenix. So maybe you feel like, well – if Phoenix hits all the right hits all the right notes, they're above LA. Uh, but the Lakers have a decent baseline of all right. We should be high level defense. Mm-hmm. You know, we have LeBron and AD, and then you know, better shooting, hopefully better spacing to get the offense going. So kind of in that, they're in this big cl- uh, chunk with like the Lakers, the Warriors, the Clippers, like. Grizzlies, yeah. who I'm not, I'm not saying they're better or worse, but they're just like there's, there's so much in that, I like that two to five, two to six range. Yeah, I, I like think, they're in, or three to six range rather. I think that, um, you know, you mentioned continuity, and another word for it is culture, right, and identity. And when there is as much clumping as you're talking about as there is in the West, and just generally in the league, because like. I mean, I guess we have to see if Dame goes to Miami and who goes back, and we have to wait and see what Philly gets for Harden or if they wind up keeping Harden. We're still waiting to see if if Boston is going to extend Jalen Brown, which is a super weird uh, situation there. Um, But, like, generally speaking, there isn't, like, a great team. I think Denver is the best team, but I don't think there's, you know, some buzzsaw that, that, you know, nobody has a chance against. And when that is the case, when there's, I think, this much parity, or I call it mediocrity, um, like, you you can, that's when the continuity stuff matters. That's when the culture stuff matters. That's when identity matters. And and I think if the Lakers can kind of carry, if they can add to what they did in the playoffs last year and maintain that that identity there moving forward, um, and then maybe make, make some tweaks over the course of the year, I'd be surprised if D'Angelo Russell finishes the season with the Lakers I think they're they're like you're talking about. They're right there, and um, it's going to be interesting to see like how okay they are with being right there, or if they're going to be looking to really kind of make a swing and 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 jump up a spot or two. But yeah, it's going to be it's it's really interesting to watch um, with with covering this team though and being new to it, a completely different conference too. By the way, like it's this is a this this has to be like have you. Have you ever had that like SpongeBob meme moment where everything just appears to be like spinning around you? <laughs> like it's just so much that you like, hold on. I have to like, it's not cause it's not like you're talking about you're, you're, you're listing Western conference teams and yeah, you have the nuggets up here, but then you're like, well, yeah, but the Grizzlies and then OKC might do some stuff. Like, have you, have you had that? Have you had a chance to just kind of like settle yourself down and, and really kind of study a completely different conference than you were than you were working in the last few years. Uh, not yet, to be completely honest. <laughs> it's still very much just like so. 
so uh what what's my man's name dang i'm so sorry i'm blanking on his name right now he wrote so earlier today before we hopped on i was just you know reading keith smith there we go he's yeah. doing his like his notebooks from summer league and he dropped the he dropped yesterday he dropped uh like a league one a league general one. and then today he dropped easter conference one yeah and i'm thinking to myself i was like wait a second i need a western conference one now <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, so when I was covering the Magic, like I paid attention to it as much as I could, like yeah, not just in the East, but throughout the entire league, because I think that they're like they're generally that's is the picture. A, yeah, like if if you're covering the team, I need to know, like I need to know what's going like what's going on everywhere, just because like that's like I, to cover a team, I need to feel like I need to know the full scope of the league because that yeah. can inform everything else. Uh, yeah, that can just inform everything else. But yeah, now I need to know the West a little bit more intimately. And, you know, it helps that summer league, at least, you know, I'm no longer in Vegas. The summer league will be over in whatever, 48 to 72 hours. Uh, my yeah. math's probably off right there, but somewhere in that range. Uh, so at that point, I'll be like, all right, let me decompress mentally. Like, let me flush some things out. Let me just take a minute. And then I'll get back to studying. It's like, all right, let's look at all the – and at that point, they'll be better, uh, yeah, hope maybe there'll be better clarity on what exactly the, the other teams good. around the way. Yeah. I mean, I guess if you're talking about like Portland, I'm not really factoring in Portland from a contention standpoint, to be quite honest, uh, yeah. but more so like how that could change the landscape of the East or even like, let's say Portland says, forget Miami. Like we rather trade in conference rather than go to Miami. So, and then same with Harden, like if Harden gets his wish and goes to the Clippers, well then that changes the landscape of the West. So yeah. Hopefully, like those moves will be made sooner rather than later, just from my standpoint of just studying other teams. But I know the league doesn't really care about what I, how you know, how I feel about things. So, or my 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 studying of the rest of the conference. Is there a story in particular that brought you to the Lakers beat specifically? Um, like, for example, again, and I, I I I'm sorry to continue to bring up Kyle here, but. Like he said, he came over and, and his thought was, I'm just going to cover LeBron. Like Le LeBron choosing to go to the Lakers after the Lakers had been stuck in the mud for seven years was really interesting to him. And he was just really interested to see how LeBron would kind of shape the situation around him. Is there anything like that that you're that, that like drew your attention to the Lakers? Or is it just another like, it, does it just like follow the path of like really good Orlando people making their way to the Lakers eventually? Uh, I guess if I have to choose between those two options, probably the <laughs> latter. Uh, I mean, it's I won't I won't say there's not like one thing specifically. I was like, oh yeah, I want to cover this for sure. Like people brought up to me, like, oh yeah, you'll cover like the last year or two or whatever of LeBron. But, like, yeah, that's gonna be great. Like it's gonna be great for me to learn. Um, I, I think it might have been Kyle who said like I'll be able to cover you know be on an NBA beat at the highest level in terms of like what we do from a you know, beat reporter, uh, NBA mm. beat reporter side. So that's appealing as well. But there's not one specific, like, oh, I want, to, I came here to cover this. So I came here with the hopes of like chronicling this. I, yeah. I think for me, it's like all of it. Like, it would be great to cover, you know, it would be great to cover LeBron and, you know, however many years, year, years he has left uh, with the Lakers. It would be great to, you know, like I said, chronicle at the highest level of NBA beat reporting, or at least the team at the highest level of what this business offers um and then i guess like the progression like i want to know how it feels like 
I, I go back to the highest level of things. Like, what does it feel like? What is it like to do things at a, and I mean level, I don't mean like Lakers better than match in terms of team or in terms of organization, like attention. that kind of thing. Yeah. Like media attention in terms, or just the, the daily, the daily grind of it. And I know some people be like, you want that to an extent? Like, yeah, I want to, I just want to, I want to experience it. Like opportunities like this don't, they don't happen. Like they mm-hmm. don't always, they, you don't, I was just talking about this. I think this was ironically early this year, like February, like jobs like these don't ha- pop up regularly or often. Yeah. So when they do, like, I want to go for, it. I want to experience it. Uh, and then, you know, we'll, we'll see where it goes from there, but there wasn't really one thing. It was more so like a totality of, I want to, I want to do this. I want to do the best I can. And I want to experience something that I haven't before. Yeah. The uh, correct answer there was to to watch Max Christie's trajectory from you know <laughs> second round player to great uh, Hall of Fame here moving forward. But no, so you mean the All Star trajectory? Yeah, I, I'm I've uh, I'm all in on Max. I was walking around summer league just telling anybody who would listen that I'm I'm all in on Max Christie, and and I'm not like you know you're 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 new to this. I'm generally like the the town critic. I'm I'm Stuart Little to a certain extent. So like seeing people or, or like, you know, people seeing me excited about something um, either means that he's he's he might actually be pretty good or it's damning him to like really bad stuff. So we'll we'll, we'll kind of see. But um, Summer League, though, uh, is an interesting experience for especially somebody new to the beat, because um, people tend to overlook the fact that Vegas is actually like a huge Lakers town. It's, it's like a, it's a big deal there for, for, you know, you see, you, you obviously the, the, the weird collection of, of jerseys and stuff from throughout the league, because so many nerds just kind of descend upon Vegas that time of year, but it is a lot of Lakers fans and a lot like that. They always get, the the evening game at Thomas and Mac and I don't think they've ever played a game in the in the small side gym that I've ever watched them even when they didn't have good summer league teams what was what was the summer league experience like for you it was great and kind of to your point you know even with Maxwell Lewis being on the team I'm not sure how well this came across on the broadcast uh, for people watching from watching at home but when he was making plays especially that first game like he had I asked him about this too I was like, was that family and friends in that section kind of towards like, I guess if I guess behind the camera's like, no, that was just all family. That was all blood. I was like, Lord, that was a lot of people. Like <laughs> he had a he had a big show out. And then I remember yeah. after another game in the, I guess you want to say like the hallway of the arena, like he had all his people come around him and they were having them up and just showing him love. So yeah. not just the it's Lakers like part. Pseudo hometown kid, because Pepperdine isn't quite LA, but it's like close enough. Yeah, but he's from he's from Vegas. Yeah. So, oh, that Maxwell also Lewis. helps. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah. So yeah, he's, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's from out there. So mm-hmm. yeah, that was great to see. But yeah, it was seeing that like I, it's come across on TV in previous years. Like, oh yeah, a bunch of Lakers fans will come out to Vegas. But yeah, it was more than I thought. Especially like they're playing the last game. Everybody's tired, and there's still Lakers fans just coming on out for those games. But the summer league experience has been was great. It was my second time doing it. First one on this beat. So it was like a reintroduction of like, hey, like I switch beats, what's going on? So yada yeah. yada yada. So from that standpoint, it was just different. Uh, obviously, like staying for those later games. Like last year, I would have like 
I covered two games. The first game was like the, the first game of the entire because they did it differently this year compared to last year. Last mm-hmm. year they did the two games on a Thursday. Then they did a normal schedule. This yeah. year was the normal schedule. So last year I covered like earlier games. This time, well, I guess it was the same. Wow. Anyway, <laughs> uh, well, I guess it actually was the same because they played a 1 p.m. Yeah. game on uh, on uh, on Sunday, I want to say. Yeah. But it was it was different, it, I guess, like uh, in terms of people just recognizing you differently uh, in a weird way. Like people say they're like, don't let the, the being in L.A. or being a Lakers be changing. I'm like, I'm not. But y'all treated me differently more than anything else. <laughs> like that's actually the most ironic yeah. part. So I thought it was weird that you were like carried on in, in like a raised chair. I thought I, I that was an, that was an interesting move for your first for your first game. I was you know do you though I guess relax <laughs> relax. Uh, but no, it's been it was good. It was good just from just being able to see people again. People you know some people you see throughout the season. Some people you only you only really see during summer league. So periodically just checking in with people, seeing how things go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know just start building rebuilding relationships or, re, or build relationships, new relationships with people. That's, that's always like a benefit of being there. Yeah. Um, so I mentioned it earlier, but obviously Shaq and then Dwight now you, so what number do you think Paolo is going to wear on the Lakers? Like, do, 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 <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get me in trouble. You're going to get me in trouble. And you tweeted this out. I'm sure you tweeted this out when I announced that I was coming here. Yeah. Yeah. No comment. No comment. <laughs> no comment. L- I, tr- I, trying I no for Aaron Tross for years. Oh my gosh! <laughs> uh, you forgot Mo Bamba, so that's that was the oh. suspect right there. Well, I I I may not have forgotten him. Oh, <laughs> He's not uh, quite like, yeah, yeah. That I'm 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 making no comment for two reasons. One, you're gonna get me trouble with people in Orlando. Two. <laughs> I need to remind myself what numbers are even retired by this team again. So <laughs> let's. Yeah. Also, the difference is like Shaq. Well, I guess Dwight was traded for and then eventually re-signed, you know, after leaving and stuff. So eventually it was like a, a free will thing with Dwight, too. But Shaq like chose L.A. Dwight eventually kind of sort of chose L.A. after leaving. Bama was traded for. So it's not quite the same so we'll kind of see we'll we'll see which path Paolo takes um to the Lakers whenever he does. Um Kobe, this has been a blast. I I do have uh, one last thing to get you out of here on um as you know, just as everybody is trying to like kind of decompress, but the Lakers do still have some like stuff to do here, right? Like we're, we're still trying to see which center that they're they're potentially going to sign. Uh we still have to see if they are going to use their 15th roster spot or or not, if they are going to start the season under the luxury luxury tax and all that stuff, is there um, is there anything that you see as like a a glaring hole that the Lakers need to address to wrap up their their off season, or do you think you know outside of like actually legally needing to add a 14th player? Um, if this if this is the roster that they that they need to do, is there anything that you definitely think that they need to address at, 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 yeah, at the beginning of the season or at the deadline or anything like that? Yeah, I do think, especially with Rob Palenka just straight up saying that they're going to be playing more two big lineups for Anthony Davis, like, I do think they need to add another add another big man, add another yeah. center. Like that's just like if you're going to say that we're going to play more two big lineups, but your two bigs are Jackson Hayes and Anthony Davis, well, you're kind of telling us what those lineups are going to look like from day one. And yeah. I'm not sure how much, I mean, 
I think they can play together, but I think they're at least in terms of like the league looks a little different in 2023, 2024 than it did in 2019, 2020. So I think that's the biggest thing outside of that. I mean, I look up and down the roster and the depth chart. There aren't really too many like holes or spots like you, unless you went against like the nitty gritty, like, oh, I wish they're their third string at whatever. Yeah. Shooting guard. Yeah. At shooting guard was a little tired, but it's like, okay, but how, if you're a contending team, like how often is that going to kind of come in? And then this lineup, especially with the Lakers, like the, the lineup, the depth chart is going to be so fluid because of, you do have LeBron who kind of changes the dimensions on the court a little bit. And then there's a, just like all, I wrote about this, like, I should have included Max Christie in this too, but between D'Angelo Russell, uh, Austin Reeves, uh, Gabe Vincent, even Max Christie, like you can, all four of those guys can play next to one another in theory, uh, especially if LeBron's on the floor. So it doesn't like the backcourt. I'm not as much concerned about It's definitely more so like what's, what's, who's your other big, uh, and how do you kind of play things out from there? But other than that, like they seem pretty just solid in terms of, you know, the guys that they re-signed, the guys they brought in. So now it's just about, all right, let's get out there and let's see how the depth chart winds up actually looking, you know, post-training camp going into the season. Like, who are the backups? Uh, like, yeah. does it, is, are the backups who we think they are from day one? Or is there a little bit more fluidity in terms of who starts versus who comes off the bench or who's going to be in the rotation? So you, 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 do, you aren't interested in breaking the Christian Wood news here, then? You don't want to... Uh, I'm good right now, but I, I can assure you, when that day comes, uh, you'll 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 hear it. Yeah, I I I think that's wind up where they going here. Um, you know, we'll, we'll kind of see what they. You know, Rob has mentioned that they don't want too much duplicity. Uh, not duplicity, duplication, I guess. At at like they have Jackson Hayes right, and they want somebody who can also space the floor. And there aren't very many floor spacing bigs left unless you're con- counting like Markeith Morris or something like that. But but we'll kind of we'll see what they do and we'll see uh, what you do here on the beat as well. Uh, very excited to have you on. Congratulations on the gig. Um, really enjoyed your work, uh, you know, at previewing future Laker Paolo Bancaro when, when you were over there. Um, and, and I'm looking forward to, uh, uh, to what you bring to this beat. Uh, it, 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 I'm, I'm really excited to have somebody who focuses on the X's and O's. That's going to be really, I, I think that's a good way to approach this. That, that'll be cool to watch. Well, first off, you're messy and <laughs> <laughs> I just try to I'll, slide stuff in there and yeah. <laughs> okay. People who are, if you're, if you follow me from Orlando and you're watching this, remember all those Paula words came from Anthony, not Kobe. <laughs> I had nothing to I did not summon to say this. I have nothing to do with this. So do, you, uh, do you have anything to plug before we get you out of here? Like anything specific? You, you mentioned the piece um, briefly. Is there anything specific you want to plug? Yeah, no. I mean, yeah, I just wrote about, you know, we talked with Gabe Vincent uh, while in Las Vegas during Summer League. Just as kind of like his introduction to us. Uh, so I wrote that yesterday or Thursday whatever days are days wrote that yesterday uh just came out so definitely take a look at that uh other plugs just follow me uh on twitter k-h-o-b-i underscore price so my name kobe underscore price on twitter Mm -hmm. i'm on threads uh kobe price is right i can plug so many other social medias that i created in that like three-day window where we thought twitter was gonna go to (laughs) fire but yeah 
you can find me on Blue Sky or Sky Blue, whatever it is. You can find me on a bunch of other stuff. But those are really the main places uh, you'll find me, at least in terms of social media, Twitter and threads. Uh, Southern California News Group. You can find my work there, you know, OC Register, LA Daily News. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited. I, I really am excited to get started. I'm excited. For, uh, like I said, I'm excited to decompress a little bit, flush yeah, some things out, and then get and then get back started. Like I'm gonna rewatch some things, get re-familiar with the Western Conference, and then obviously with the team itself. Uh, and we'll and we'll see how this roster shakes out ahead of training camp. I think training camp also is going to be starting. I could be wrong, but for teams who don't have an international preseason game, I think mm-hmm. they're going to be starting like in early October this year. Uh, Maybe. Yeah, I don't. The, the thing with the Lakers is they always have like they have their official training camp. But then there's also the LeBron training camp that you have to oh, kind yeah. of pay attention to. That's like, you know, a week or two before. And like the thing with like the LeBron one last year was that that was where Austin Reeves really showed out. So they wound up converting Austin Reeves based off of that LeBron training camp uh, before they even got to theirs. It's just yeah, there's some idiosyncrasies here that are Lakers specific that um, I can't wait to watch you experience. This is I'm, I'm going to live vicariously through you in, in, in some regard here because, uh, yeah, we've been doing this now for way too long. And and, and a lot of the stuff just becomes kind of sake, you know, comes second nature where, you know, certain things that people find we find perfectly normal, like, hold on, what? Like, that's just a thing. Like, do you actually you have to know that the Lakers are going to use their exception on a clutch guy. Like that's just like something that they had. You definitely have to know. Um, yeah, that is uh, that is the Lakers beat. You welcome to it, Kobe. Thank you very much Thank for you. hopping on and uh, enjoy your decompression. We'll talk to you again as we get closer to the season. Appreciate you. Thanks for me on. <laughs>